to episode 48 of One Million of iGens Podcast. I'm your host, Zaid Grill, alongside a triumphant trio of nerds, starting with the Covenant himself, Kevin Kluter, the nerd from nowhere, Shadi Dessa, and the second Shamalang Mading Dong, Shamiz Patel, Papa Thanasio. Um, no homework, because due to Eskom shenanigans, my schedule, and all of this other stuff, technically speaking, as we are recording this episode, the previous episode has not even been edited yet, <laughs> right? Yes. So what you will find, a dear listener, is you'll actually get a double header. Uh, these two episodes will be published at the same time. So we, we're not actually going to talk about Lord of the Rings because we're just assuming that's the movie that's, that's that won. You know, we nominated it last week. I mean, I'll be stunned if it didn't win. Yeah. And you didn't even um, post a poll. And, well, the, well the, you know, the poll will come at the same time as these two episodes get published. Let's, but uh, and let's, let's, be honest, let's, let's, let's be honest. It's more, it's more, be, more sad not doing his homework and, and yeah. editing that podcast. I was busy. The dog ate this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was busy, guys. It's like things to do and like low shading came in. All that kind of jazz. You guys are mean. So we decided... Uh, we look, we wanna, we wanna, we, we like getting close to 50. But um, three Speak of for us. For yourself. <laughs> I'm the only one that got that. <laughs> um, we're getting close to episode 50. Um, but the Ramadan is gonna interrupt that. And like, since three of us are, be- are believers and one of them is just a baby eating even, um, we we still took the decision between the three of us that we're gonna pause, <laughs> we're gonna pause during the Ramadan and we're gonna do episode 50 after the Ramadan. So for those of you that don't know, Ramadan is holy month of Muslims. That's when the Muslims puasa. You get it, you know. And I'll be eating babies during that time. And and Shakavan <laughs> will be eating babies during that time and, and tweeting at us and letting us know how delicious it is with a little yeah. smoked paprika. Exactly. Little, yeah, it's, just, it's great. You, guys, sauce, don't, understand. don't understand. He's going to send us pictures every day of the food he's making. <laughs> you know how delicious it looks. <laughs> the onslaught will be unbearable. But, but listen, no? like that's like a thing. No? Like, like, why do people do that? Like, my, one, my best friend always does that like every two days or so you'll send a picture of a burger and stuff it's like he's also poor saying you can't eat it either I, i've yeah, seen but- this i've seen this so much with my muslim friends all just torturing each other with just pictures of food so yes i, I got to say that like it's interesting because i actually find that cooking shows are like the best to watch during the fast <laughs> like it's just uh, i don't know i'm just enjoying it on a whole nother level no joke my wife and I discovered the original Master Chef during the Puasa. And then it you became see. and then it became like a thing. I don't know, like you know, you would think that Master Chef would air like at the same time every year, but it seemed to like go with the Puasa. So like when the Ramadan would go, at some point we would be watching Master Chef Australia. It's just like the weirdest thing. And then we watch like it, and you know, that like comes on like three or four episodes uh, a week. It's not like a one episode thing. Comes like three or four episodes a week, and then we are watching MasterChef and just like not eating. So it was like a Sunday, we didn't get kusistas, and we laying in bed watching the people make the most amazing shit. Um, yeah. And you're just like, yo, it's only eight o'clock, and I'm hungry. Eight o'clock. Yeah. And like I played myself. Yeah. I do it like every pause, so it's probably gonna happen again now. I guess. 
Yeah, that is how it goes. And everything is quiet. I went on to talk. Because we're thinking <laughs> about food. About food. <laughs> food. I'm thinking about food you, Dad. I'm, I'm already feeling a little bit tired. <laughs> but uh, like your schedule is like mad, my brother. No, 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 Shamiz. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. We don't know how you cope. And then like still you've got to, like, oh, and also Shamiz's new book is coming out on the 24th. I think you said it. You sent the thing today? The 25th. The 25th. The launch is on the 26th. Oh, the okay. Cape Town launch. So the Cape Town launch for the Eternal Shadow, which is book two of the Celine trilogy, is coming out on the 26th of April. No, the launch is the 20th. I know you just said this. No? Can you repeat it, please? Yes. yes. <laughs> it will be published and officially released on the 25th, but we'll be celebrating it with an event on the 26th. Because and the 27th is a public holiday. Awesome. Hey. Oh, then we can stay late. It's because yes. it's because of the book launch. It's not yes. organized. So so actually, if you if you want to come and meet us, not Shambiz, like myself, Kevin, and Said, yeah. come to the book launch. We won't it's be there, but you can come. <laughs> you will be there. Didn't you see the gift I sent? Yes, yes. Very dangerous, Aubrey Plaza. Um <laughs> <laughs> Coincidentally, Aubrey Plaza is like sitting there with all those books and stuff also. So that was obviously not an accident. You do actually have a knife behind me. So, why? Does it work? That's, like, why? 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 Why do you just randomly have a knife? No. This, yeah. <laughs> oh, have you God. seen what she's done to us already over the past like two years of this podcast? Like... <laughs> This is not outside the realm of, of what she's capable of. I think maybe, you know, we keep going on about how we um, we want to record together because we've been like uh, trying for a year and a half <laughs> to actually be in the same physical space and record an episode. And maybe, maybe it's a good thing that this hasn't happened. <laughs> I, I wonder <laughs> if she means just randomly carrying weapons around. Um, maybe not the best thing. But I wanted to talk to you guys about um, something... Um, so the Oscars was on Sunday, right? And I'm mostly ecstatic with the results. I like, let's be honest, like everything, every all at once, one best picture, best director, best actress, best supporting actress. Uh, and it's this best supporting actress thing that has actually really been bothering uh, me. I've actually been getting a bit... Angry is not the right word, but it's not say angry. Thing. I'm angry. Oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> angry. Right? I love um, Jamie Lee Curtis. I truly do. But I can't look for number one. She didn't deserve to win that. That was like Stephanie Sue or Angela Bassett. Yeah, um, either or. Either, either or. or. I, I honestly can't remember who the other nominees were. I don't think I saw their performances. So maybe one of them was better, but I, I don't think I saw those movies. Um, but also, besides that, I can't, like when I think of Jamie Lee Curtis, I, I, I don't think of her as a super accomplished actress. Do, do you know what I mean? I'm not saying she doesn't have it in her or, she, or maybe the work just didn't come to her, but, but she's not my first example of like, fuck, that's an amazing actress. She's no middle before. strip. Yeah, yeah, you did not yeah. see Freaky Friday. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did, I did see Freaky Friday. Ah, yes, the pinnacle of cinema. <laughs> I did see Freaky Friday, and, and that is a God-tier film, no doubt. Um, 
But I mean, that's not an Oscar-winning film, let's be honest. Like, I think like A Fish Called Wonder. Yeah, she was great in that. Um, True Lies, she's amazing in that. Uh, Fierce Creatures, also fantastic. But I'm not like, wow, that was a performance or that was amazing character work or something like that. And I just feel like I don't want to like nipple baby or just because she's been there a long time or what. But it's like, I was even confused by the nomination. So I was very confused. Like if you, just like you mentioned, uh, I I feel the same way about Jamie Lee Curtis, that she's a fantastic actress. I like her, but she's not on that sort of, you know, that caliber on top tier where every role she's, you know, digging into a soul to win this performance. But there's been other performances through the years that she's done that I thought if they were going to squeeze an an Oscar nomination her way, those roles could have done it. This one? Really? Like, no. I mean, she does the role and she's good at it, but seriously? Was was this just like a quota thing where they needed another person? (laughs) This was a reverse quota. Yeah, like a reverse quota. (laughs) Damn it, we don't have enough white people. So, I don't know. I will say, though, you know, like, this Oscars, if, we, if we're going to jump off that quickly, i got to talk about, like, Brendan Fraser and Cake One, because, like, it's so many years, like, the over the last while, it's been, like, there's, there's been nominations that have won that it just feels like, is this a bit of a a pity win where it's like, uh, is this really the role you should have won it for? Mm. And like this year, it just, like those two were just ones that felt so undisputed, like they had to win, but, but and it wasn't, it just didn't feel like they were being given those Oscars. But the, at, but the thing is, that's what makes their wins even better. Yes, no, if you, 100%. If you, if you look at what they're up against, right? If you look at the, if you even best picture for everything, every all at once, if you look at what it's up against, the Fablemans and 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 um, Banshees of Internet, it's like Oscar bait. You know, yes, they no, were up I against Oscar bait, and you were like, those guys deserve it, but they're probably not gonna get it because the Oscars are gonna give it to these other dudes, and they actually didn't. They gave it no, to the they, they won it. They yeah. earned that. They earned it. They really did. And I, mean, I, I just think it was like really feel good to see that, like to yeah. see like these two, let's say like retired actors or like actors who have like disappeared come back and just knock it out of the park you know like they return to has acting the, has anybody has seen the whale by the way not yet, not I, yet. I don't, I I don't think it's it been yet. released locally yet mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm not certain um but look I, I i struggle to think of a role that brendan fraser was in where it was bad He's been um, in bad movies, but he's, never no, he's, been been, yeah. he's certainly been in bad movies. But he's never, never been the worst part of it. He's never, he's never been his fault. He's, he's <laughs> either, he's either excellent, or um, or generally entertaining. You know what I mean? It's like he's mm. never bad. Like the worst movie I can think of him that I saw was Dudley Do Right. Um, oh shit! I forgot that movie existed. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not very good. I, I uh, yeah, I also forgot that. It was like it was supposed to be like in the vein of George of the Jungle, which is yeah. brilliant. It's a, it's um, a, but it's an adaptation of an old American cartoon. Yeah, yeah. Daddy Dudite and, and George of the Jungle both come from the same uh, animation studio. Um, but it, look, it was not a good movie. Um, and it was it had nothing to do with him. It's just 
sometimes a movie is just bad because it's bad because the script is bad that whatever something but he was great in it but he, he really is one of those actors it's like whatever he's in he's on he's on some other level there's even i forget what it's i think it's called the professionals right <laughs> watched a little bit of it it's a tv series that he was in with um tom willing oh. of smallville right it's a really cuck. <laughs> it's the production value. I didn't value. expect to go that way. It's, 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 I think it was shot in Cape Town as well. I've never but seen it. But it's this, um, it's this, I can't even, Brendan Fraser is like a millionaire or something and Tom Welling is this mercenary and then Brendan Fraser hires Tom Welling to be his bodyguard because something, something, something MacGuffin and they need to find it or some shit or whatever. It's not very good. But Brendan Fraser is amazing in it. He's just really good in it. And when he kind of fell off the radar, I forget what his last big role was. It wasn't even a... I think it was maybe Monkey Bone, some animated movie or something. Yeah. I can't remember. Or maybe it was he, that um, movie. He, he was a recurring character on Scrubs. I don't know if any of you watched Scrubs. Yes. From yeah, but that, that predates his... Um, his uh, the decline. Yeah. But that, I mean, the character that he played, he was in, gosh, I would like to say maybe four episodes, five episodes. But his character was so memorable and made everyone cry. It was definitely one of the better um, extras that they've had on the show or features. I think actually when, I could be mistaken, but I think he was kind of at his pixel when he did that. And it was mm. like a huge deal because he was like this Hollywood person and he's coming to do the small sitcom. Um, I could be, I'll, I mean, if someone can Google it, I guess. But I'm just thinking he like, he fell off and then he disappeared. And then the first time I saw him again in like a serious role, um, there's this show on, I want to say Amazon Prime. You want to say too much condo? Yeah. Yeah, so Kondo was fantastic. Kondo and is he was, an amazing show. And, and he was great in it. That's exactly the same show. But I was like, I saw him, I was like, his return, and I was like, is that Brendan Fraser? Like, holy shit, it is him. And I was like, damn, he's great in it. He's, he's not just good in it. No, he's like, he's fucking brilliant in, yeah, in that role. It was like, like, well, why is no one, like, we, who was, why were they not hiring Brendan Fraser? It's like, and why? And not that the show is like a shitty show. It's a really good show, even besides him. Mm. Um, and he's just so good in it. And like the amazing part about that, um, the character that he plays in very little dialogue, uh, mm. actually, and the character never interacts with the hero of the show. He's just going about like uh, making the plot happen because he's the villain of the of the piece. Um, and I think his his screen time in total in that show is like maybe forty five minutes across the entire series, but you you remember him and and yeah, he's, he's, he's just really good in it. And I think from that point, I started seeing him prop up again, like people talking about him again. And then he started yeah. he went in Doom Patrol, yeah. and um, it, which I've I haven't really watched too much of that. But what I have seen with him is seemed like you uh, like he was doing a good job. But I mean, I wasn't really watching the show, so I don't know. I'm sure you've watched it, Kevin. I haven't seen all of it. I've seen some of it, and it's actually well. He does the voice of Robot Man, so he's often not. You don't see him on screen. Um, uh, but still, he's great in it. What what you see him in is is really good. Does he not appear uh, like is he not in that suit in makeup, or is it just purely voice? 
I don't actually know um, if it's as as far as I know. I know in the beginning when it was first when they introduced Doom Patrol and Titans, he was just doing voice then, um, and then when they spun off into their own show, I don't know if he's actually uh, in the suit himself. I have to check. Are you checking now? Gonna do it now. It's the most curving thing. Curving is that Copsy is like, oh, I, I, I need to know now. So I must, need, I must research it right now. It looks like he just did the voice. Yeah, it looks like he just did the voice. Yeah. So um, that makes me wonder, like, so like that performance that I'm th- that I was talking about in Kondo, um, this robot man thing, and now he's Oscar win for um, the whale. I'm like even more upset now because I need to see this Batgirl movie because he oh, yeah. he is just the main, the main bad guy and it's like why are we not seeing this? Well, it's, the, it's, it's does it does not exist anymore. Yeah, the fact that they were like this movie is so is so bad that like, they just it. Shift delete off the off the server. You're like it's gone. It, 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 <laughs> Doesn't physically exist. I, I, I look, um, what's the what, what are they called? Adil and Fila, what the hell's directors called? I can't remember the name now. Uh, Adil and Fadil. That's very close to that. <laughs> Adil and Fadil is very close to it. Bad Boys for Life was a surprisingly good movie. Like, I, I was shocked at how entertaining that fun that damn movie ended up being. And these guys came out of absolutely nowhere. Then the episodes they directed of uh, Miss Marvel mm, was mm. really good as well. So based on those two, which is not a big body of work, but based on those two things, then I look at the actors involved in that Batgirl movie, and I'm like, can this movie be as bad as this DC execs are making it out to be? Like, seriously, they were willing to release absolute, you know, shit, complete actor <laughs> shit. They, they gave us... The Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad, without blinking, they were like, there, take it. And they were like, no, bad girl, we will delete off the servers. You'll never see it. <laughs> I, I, I can't believe this. I really can't. I'll never forgive them for deleting it I mean, the service. It's like, I'm sure it exists somewhere. I promise you. It must. It must. I, I promise it's, you. Somebody, somebody has it on a drive somewhere. And we're going to see it float around. If they were ever going to release it. Right with the buzz that uh, Brendan Fraser has going now, it's like now's the time. Like if, you're, I, gonna, if you're gonna do I, it, I, I, I feel like no matter how bad it could have been, if they had released it now, people would have just latched it. it up. People would watch it because, like Brendan Fraser, or like his comeback tour, like people will just eat up. Anything he's like he's putting out there right now. I'll watch anything he's in. Like, I think he's a fantastic actor. In fact, like um, he's, he's just so charismatic and lovable. Like, what's not to like? My next nomination. Um, I'm actually just gonna say it now, even though it's technically we're not gonna nominate now. But when we record the next episode and we nominate, I'm actually gonna nominate School Ties. Um, oh, which which was his debut movie, and I've never seen it. Um, and also, like, uh, that's like also like a bit of a who's who of people because I think Matt Damon also starred, was in there. Um, uh, like, Ben Affleck might have also been in there somewhere. Like, just that generation yeah. of Oaks. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing um, it out there. I'm throwing it out there. Chris o, I want to say Chris, o, Chris O'Donnell is in yeah. there. 
I'm throwing out there's a theme for next for next nomination, Brendan Fraser movies. Just Brendan. Yeah, 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 okay. okay. But obviously we can't do the mummy again, not that I won't mind, but I but you can't do the mummy returns. <laughs> Technically you could. <laughs> okay, actually, actually, I would I'm gonna throw out my favorite Brendan Fraser movies. You guys can nap it up. Right? So blast from the past. Oh, wait. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you people have seen. Does anybody even know what that movie is? Lost in the Past. Uh, Lost in the Past, Brendan Fraser. I vaguely remember that film. Very, very. I saw it as a child. I'm pretty sure I've seen it as well. It is amazing. Brendan Fraser with. um, What's that chick's name? Christina. uh, Christina Silverstone. um, (laughs) Alicia Silverstone. Alicia Silverstone. Yes, yes, I've seen it. I've seen it. It's so good. Um, Isn't he like. Oh, I haven't. Isn't he stuck in a Wait, underground? Yeah, tunnel? so the, the plot of it is Christopher Walken is his yes. father, and then it's Judy yes, in the 50s. Yes, the, the, yes. The yes. The, what do you call it? Uh, uh, a bomb fallout shelter. shelter. Yeah. It was a fallout shelter, yeah. And then uh, when the Cuban Missile Crisis happens, the, they're like, wait, we better go into this thing because nuclear things can happen. And so they go into the bomb shelter. And yes. so while they are in there, a plane actually crashes on their house. <laughs> right? And then all the like the heat sensors and stuff, so it makes them think, oh shit, it's happening. It happened. It's, like it's, the it's, nuclear it's war happened. did happen, and if we weren't in here, we would have died. And then um, he is actually born in that shelter because his wife, the, his mother, was pregnant at the time. And so then uh, he grows up with this 1950s mentality. His father had all like these reels of old TV shows and stuff, and they just raise him in there and then when they run out of food someone needs to go to the surface his father's too old and so he goes and then it's like a classic uh fish out of water water. thing Mm. and then he meets alicia silverstone and she obviously like can't take him seriously because she's like nobody can be that nice this is uh but i think the movie came out in the 90s this is 1990s los angeles there's no way that you are as nice and as dingus and as honest and forthright because he's like there's a scene in the movie. <laughs> There's a scene in the movie when he says to his parents, I'm going to ask you something and I need to trust you without you questioning it. And then they both just go, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> then he just tells them to do a thing and then they do it because they have to trust him. And they just, they just trust him because they must. Um, it's such a good movie. Um, and then um, the one with, um, with, with the devil, uh, bedazzled it? bedazzled oh mm. my god yes, uh, uh, what is the lady's name yeah Liz Hurley Liz Hurley Elizabeth Hurley yeah yes. that's the one so like that obviously the mummy um, there's a, a movie called Mrs. Winterbourne which is yes. also not uh, like um, too well known with um, Ricky Lake you guys remember Ricky Lake oh, <laughs> oh I do <laughs> the Brendan Fraser and Ricky Lake and then uh, that's like also a romantic comedy. So she's like, um, I forget the, the exact details. Oh yeah, she pretends to be Brendan Fraser's dead brother's wife that the, that his rich family didn't know about, <laughs> or something like that. Are you just and going through some time for? He is. These these are like these are the like the movies of him that that I like really enjoy. I don't actually know his dramatic work so much. I know he was really good in. Um, Gods and Monsters. Gods and Monsters, which I've not really seen. Good. Ian McKellen and him. And um it's so so if we're gonna do this nomination, I've got one for a very recent one that I think you guys have not seen, but I have, and it's it's flipping good. From 2021, mm. part of the part of the Brendan Fraser Renaissance 
Uh, have you guys seen No Sudden Move? No, I haven't I, I, seen I haven't it. even heard of it. I don't it's, even know what that means. How do you not know? It's Steven Soderbergh, man. Don Cheadle, Benicio Del Toro, David Arbor, they're all in that with Brendan Fraser. Fantastic damn Never movie. heard of it. I've no memory of this uh, Okay, so and I understandably because it came out during the damn pandemic. Pandemic, yeah. Uh, uh, one of the few movies that got a cinema release and then got pushed to HBO Max at the same time. And it's it's really good. I'm it's just fantastic. looking here and it's like neo-noir and I'm just like, oh, yeah. this There's looks... one thing about the movie though that is really odd. Nothing to do with Brendan Fraser. <laughs> for, some, for some reason, Steven Soderbergh decided to film this entire movie with a fisheye lens. Stop. I, I, like everything. I, I can't explain why. I think it's just no. Steven Soderbergh being Steven Soderbergh. <laughs> but it's, it's not like like in your face, like close up. It's on the edges of the screen. So when they have a wide shot, everything's panning. It's like, what is happening on the sides? The <laughs> like, what is going on on the sides of the shot the whole time? The world is bending over. Yeah, I don't know. But it's weird. I, I have no, I've never even heard of this film. That's, that's good. That's zero really good. memory. No, what did you say? No, what? No sudden move. No sudden no move. No sudden move. Okay, so then we're gonna know, like think about think about so, Brendan Fraser. Look, I've already said I'm I'm nominating school so, guys. So basically, our next episode <clears throat> is going to be the Renaissance. Oh yes, that's gonna be our theme, the Renaissance. Yes. Do you guys have like a a, a favorite Brendan Fraser? Um, Yo, that's so odd. Like movie, yeah, like performance. Even even it's not necessarily a movie. Well, like aside mine, from the mummy. Well, that's unfortunately my painfully obvious choice. <laughs> yes, I was about to say. <laughs> like, how can you not? How? How? how so so not? my thing with the mummy, and this is why I love it. So my favorite, in my opinion, the most perfect action adventure movie of all time is Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's, mm. it's, it's fantastic. I love it. Um, and and uh, besides for the mummy, there's nothing else that to me that comes close to nailing Raiders. Uh, as the mummy does, and Brendan Fraser's character specifically, he's got that same thing that Harrison Ford brought to to Indiana Jones, which is yes. like he's this competent dude, but he's also kind of not. And he, you know, he's he's half the time he's fumbling around. He can shoot really well. He's got all this cool stuff he can do, and he's a badass dude. But it's also really identifiable, and you know, just, he's just, a guy who can take a punch as well. You know, and it, it, I love it, and he's fantastic in it. He nails that swagger, but also that sort of every man kind of you know syndrome it's, it's, it's great i look i know that we that we did the mummy for uh we was one of our movies that we did an episode on but not the sequel eh? no no no, no that's also really of, like 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 covid was saying about um him playing rico Carnell in the mummy i think it's like for me the mummy captures everything that indiana jones did well Mm-hmm. but made it its own thing mm-hmm. and replicated it into its own thing without feeling like a cheap knockoff. That's what it did. And Brendan Fraser was so pivotal in making sure it didn't feel like an Indiana Jones knockoff. Yeah, because I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that like, uh, like Urban was saying, like Rico Connell has like the swagger of, of uh, and the confidence of, uh, of Indiana Jones, but they're not the same person. Like, like Indiana Jones is an archaeologist that's trying to preserve history in the way that only white Western people think that they can by putting cuck in a museum instead of leaving it. <laughs> the, in the with the, instead of leaving it with the indigenous people that it belongs to. But okay, his intentions were good. Whereas O'Connell is like, now I want money. Like, like I, I'm, I'm trying. Yeah, to he's, he's a more life. accurate representation uh, of like 
Lucia, the shit is worth a lot of money and and, and I so kind of need, need to that. sell it. <laughs> yeah, but not because he's like um, malicious or whatever. He's just trying to make a better life because he's yeah, you know, he's like up. Um, and so they have that. So he is going in his own direction. But I understand what you mean. The DNA is uh, similar. Yeah, it 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 it's like what other movies are similar to Indina that that actually like nail it, that capture that essence. Uncharted. <laughs> Actually, no, I'll be honest. I'll be honest, guys. I thought Uncharted was okay. Was I don't hate it. It's I don't fine. hate that movie. It's, I honestly don't fine. hate that movie. It's like it's middle got, of the road. It's yeah, it's got road. competent shots. Action no, you know what's wrong with that movie? Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg is the problem. <laughs> no, really. 100%. And, it, and it's not because there's a, uh, not because Mark Wahlberg is. The problem is, Mark Wahlberg is always Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, in whatever whatever film he is, he's in. Right? So, so you've got two issues. It's based on a comic. Oh, sorry, on a comic. It's based on a video game with a very established character. And Mark Wahlberg is not Sally. He, he just isn't. <laughs> very right? much not. But then besides that part again, the story that's being told, even if you try to separate it from the game, that kind of character doesn't work in that environment. It, it just doesn't. And so yeah, I don't know. Then what? What? What's? What's? Almost want to say a relief is that you could have gotten Mark Wahlberg as Nathan Drake because, <laughs> because that was the original plan for that movie. <laughs> we I like, mean, the, like you can say what you want about Tom Holland, but at least he's he's not self serious man. You exactly. know what I mean? He's he not, dodged not the, a serious bullet. There. He wasn't the worst Nathan Drake, but he wasn't the best either. But you know, whatever. But I I want to move on actually. I've just remembered something. Um, so on Sunday, Shamiz went to go watch a, 65. What is it called? 65. That's the movie. And as you might remember, Kevin Shiley wasn't there for that. When the trailer for that dropped, Shamiz's head almost exploded. <laughs> and that's when we discovered that Shamiz apparently has like a mad on for the reluctant father trope. And also dinosaurs. <laughs> right. yeah, that's dinosaurs in a key part of it. So can you tell us, like, what, like, we know you watched it. You didn't tell us whether you liked it or not or anything. So please elaborate. I am not going to be very coherent because I sort of lose myself a little bit when I'm talking about something that was very entertaining. And it was. I think that it gave me exactly what I went in there to watch, 100%. I was stressed for the entire, I don't know how long it was, one hour and 45 minutes or something. Deeply stressed. There was a number of jump scares that I was not emotionally prepared for going in. <laughs> Nonetheless, all part of it. Um, I think it had the perfect balance of dinosaurs. She liked in fun. <laughs> and humor. There was little, little moments of humor in between all the deep stress, deep, intense stress. I cannot emphasize that enough. Uh, the plot, very thin. Very thin little veil. A thin, wonderful little veil of plot. <laughs> of trap. <laughs> what wonderful tropes. And I'd... I had no issue with the acting or the dialogue or the way the dinosaurs looked. It was a good time. I, I, had a good time. I have a question. I have a question. 
would 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 Kevin be able to watch that movie and not go but what the fuck is this shit or but what the fuck is this shit <laughs> so i think if you go in expecting a dinosaur movie a dinosaur movie nothing else except a dinosaur movie with two characters who are going to be unlikely allies who happen to be big man and small child Then yeah. I think you will enjoy it. Yeah, see I, I I've got this thing with movies. I don't expect every single movie to be a masterpiece. Sometimes you, you need junk food in your life. Yes. You need junk food in your life sometimes. And and if if you if a movie is not trying to be something it's not. So there there comes times when a movie comes out and then it really should be a McDonald's of the movie. But it's trying to be pigals, you know. <laughs> I mean, it's not trying to be pigals. This is not trying. This is not trying to be really, what it sounds like. It's not even just aiming for McDonald's. I would say it's aiming to be like an an indie burger franchise. You know, like an easy burger. <laughs> like it's, it's going for that. See, <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. That that I can really Con Skull Island. Yes, yes, that movie's great. I love that movie. So it gave me a very similar feeling in terms of. It's action, it's fun, this trouble, they need to get themselves out of trouble. That's it. That's the story. So I just okay, had I can, a I, I just had a weird that. thought. I just had a weird thought because you mentioned Kong Skull Island, right? So that's Tom Hiddleston, so of course you liked it. Um and then <laughs> and then no, but just 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 had a weird thought. It's complete digression of what's going on, right? So Tom Hiddleston was in that movie and if I remember right, he was like the military commander person type thing. Yes, yeah. and he was yes. excellent and, and there was that wonderful scene with the gas mask. Yes, the slow mo. No, yes. he's great. Yeah, he was a really good in that Thank movie. Director, man. But, but then um uh, Peter Jackson did a Kong movie yes. as well, right? <gasps> and Adrian Brody was in there. Correct. And so I just had like a weird thought that Tom Hiddleston is Plus who Adrian, Adrian Brody is who Adrian Brody was supposed to be. Do you know what I mean? Like Adrian Brody was like this this charming English actor dude and then he won his Oscar for the Pianist. piano thing and then everything just went downhill from there. And so it's almost like Tom Hiddleston picked up whatever Adrian Brody was putting out. Do you know what I mean? I, no, no, I, I, no. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I see what you. I, I see what you. You aiming to explain. But, and yeah, look, yes. it's not the. It's not the hottest theory, but it's like it was always weird for me how Adrian Brody was like seemed to be everywhere for a for a second there, right? Then he won that Oscar, and then it's the Oscar curse. Yeah, it's the Oscar curse. Then he was like and in stuff. Was, And he just kind of disappeared. And it's like now, who the fuck is Aiden Brody? Most See, people he, don't even know. The, the, he did. He got the 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 most elevated form of the Oscar curse. Some people can bounce back. So you have uh, you know, Ali Berry wins from Monsters Ball, then makes Catwoman, but then bounces back. <laughs> uh, Charlize Theron wins from Monsters, then makes Ion Flux, and then bounces back. Oh, he, your Ion Flux was terrible. Holy crap! <laughs> Holy crap! That movie's bad. No. <laughs> No, why didn't you remind me that movie exists? But Adrian Brody won it, and then did really shitty stuff, and he never bounced back. Although, although among all the other shitty stuff he did, I will give props because I actually rewatched it last year for Predators. Mm, oh that's yeah, a good that, movie. That's that a movie is bit far better. It's not the greatest movie, but it's far better than it has any mm. right to be. Um, it is 
it is probably like the fourth best predator film. Like if, it, if I'm gonna, but, but there've only been five predators. I would honestly, honestly, I would, I would maybe rank predators above predator two. In fact, I will rank predators above predator two. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, Predator Two is a is a very eighties movie. It is. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's, it's crazily eighties. It I mean, the bad guys are Colombian drug dealers. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> and I'm sorry, but Danny Glover is the least believable like action hero. And I know he was in the Lethal Weapon yeah. franchise, but he was he was playing the strict man to the action hero in Lethal yes. Weapon. <laughs> yeah. He wasn't doing the heavy lifting exactly. in the wake He wasn't. Yeah. He, yeah, he's he's one hundred percent trying trying to be that guy. Like, yeah. and it's it's you can't do it. It's not I, Danny. I disagree, man. I actually like Danny Glover in Predator Two. Nah, I don't. Um, I don't like my favorite Danny Glover thing that I've ever seen. The brat can't even carry a gun properly, man. <laughs> <laughs> he's walking around, he's, he's flopping around with his arm like the, the, the gun is to everything to drive. It's, it's he not, was hurt. He was injured. No, there's no, so man. much. He can't do action. He's a fantastic actor, but he needs a Riggs. He's Murtaugh. He's not Riggs. He needs to be the brat that gets pulled off the toilet. He's not the brat in the (laughs) pool. Okay, okay. That's a little open deep cut there. (laughs) Did did everybody watch, um, like, so talking about... um, Wait, I, I, I have a quick question about 65, and it's pivotal to whether or not I'm going to enjoy this movie, even if I watch it. Um, and that is, do they punch a dinosaur in the face? Like specifically <laughs> punch it. Like I need to know if this happens. This is very pivotal. I, I don't think so because she's thinking about it too hard. Yeah. I don't think so. Damn it. Yo, that, that, that's already like <laughs> seven out of kicking. 10 marks gone. Like. I think there's some kicking, but I don't think there's a punch. I mean, these, these dinosaurs are terrifying. These dinosaurs are really striking. But, but you got to punch it in the face. That's how you assert dominance. <laughs> Tell me like this, right? So the thing, uh, uh, when Jurassic Park is obviously like the dinosaur movie. Like nobody's going to dispute that. It's easily one of the 10 greatest movies ever made. Like it's definitely up for discussion. But nobody can say to me that what we really needed for that franchise was an alien-aliens differential. That the first one was, we don't know what this is. It's scary. We don't have the resources. We're not yet to fight it. We don't know what's going on. We need to run and hide and whatever. But they need they needed to make the action movie Special Forces team fights the dinosaurs. <laughs> and nobody's made this. Is 65 kind of at least hinting at that? Like, does he, like, fight dinosaurs? Like, with these big manly Adam Driver picks? He's a, he's a big man. The funny thing is that he's not actually a big man. Like, you mean he's literally? He's got big man energy. Right? Which I'm, is look, I've seen him. I've seen him topless in that, The that Last man, Jedi. He's, he's a big man. Gigantic. That man is <laughs> a big wall. He's, the same, he's about the same height as Tommy Lufthansa. I Do you thought, consider Tommy Lufthansa to be a big I man? I have no I idea how tall that is. You were going to say. <laughs> and I'm, I'm giving it as a comparison. If I say Tommy Lufthansa, do you think big man? But then I say Adam Driver, what do you think? Adam think Driver is my, is my height. Man. 1.9. Adam Driver is 1.9 meters tall. 
He's a bit smaller. I Googled it because I was curious. Because I just Googled it now and they say he's six foot two, which is what I am. And that's 1.9 meters But so is Tom Hiddleston. Really? What? Tom Hiddleston is his biggest cousin? What? <laughs> Dude. No. Look, I'm not going to deny it. I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not going to disbelieve you because I'm sure you have that man's you know, statistics like <laughs> memorized. She like, can tell us now how much change he's got in his pocket. Right <laughs> <laughs> then, in what currency? <laughs> What's his shoe size? Don't know. You lie. You We don't believe you. We don't believe you. Anyways, he is. He is a really big man. I do think that um, one of the, the very first things that just sort of got stuck in my head is that the kid when he reports back he says there's a child who looks to be about nine years old and she's just so very clearly not nine years old <laughs> and they didn't need to say that they could have just said she looks to be around 12. So wait hang on said, is the character not... is the, the character is supposed to be nine years old? Yeah. But the actress so they, is clearly older. So then they Netflix the But they didn't need to because it's not like you would still want to protect a 12-year-old, for example. There's no difference, I would mm. say, between, you know, the vulnerability. Sometimes of movies that do that. They add a it detail. Was, it, was a, it was a strange choice, but... Nah, I'm not watching this movie he doesn't fight. He doesn't fight dinosaurs in the way that you would think because he didn't come prepared to fight dinosaurs. I, I just really don't know how much you know. No, I, I, um, I'm, I'm going to watch it when it... It comes you can watch it, okay? Then we'll we'll talk about it when when you do watch it. I, I will definitely watch it um, because mm. I'm probably gonna watch it again. Oh, okay. Look, my I was a look. The plan was is that the four of us were gonna go and watch it together. Um, but then, but say so didn't get us tickets. But there was an issue over. with the tickets. We, we we gave away tickets. It was supposed to be a screening, but it wasn't for Cape Town, and so we didn't get to all watch it together. But if you're gonna watch it again, let me know when you're gonna watch it again. And then we can go, I'll come with you. I want, then we can argue about Well, I mean, effect. I don't like it enough to see it in the cinema again. Oh, but, but the way you see it now, it's like you're going to go to the cinema again. I think, I think, I think my husband will enjoy it. So I'm going to watch it again with him, probably on a streamer. Yeah. When it's yeah. No, I will watch it. At least like, like I did want to go to the cinema to watch it, mm. but. I was busy not editing last week's episode. So I, <laughs> I didn't have an opportunity to do Busy re-watching Twilight. We <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't doing that. I was busy recovering from the trauma of watching Twilight. We didn't even watch movies this week. Yeah. Like, all oh, movies. Oh. All movies have been tainted. You know what I did watch, actually? Um, there's this movie Breaking on... Breaking Part 2. No, no. <laughs> no, not actually. There's this movie on uh, on Amazon... No. Yeah, on Amazon Prime called Paradise Highway with Morgan Friedman and Juliet Binoche of all people. Um, and then Juliet, like I, the, the reason I'm reminded of it also is because you were talking like, uh, you were saying like uh, 65 is the reluctant uh, parent deal. And so this movie is the very rare reluctant, the very rare reluctant mother trope, which you don't often see. So it's this, so Juliet Binoche is, believe it or not, playing a French-Canadian trucker, uh, very outside her whatever, and then her brother is in prison, and then to protect him, she acts, She sometimes does courier work, so because she's a trucker, she travels a lot over state lines and stuff, and then she'll take packages 
so that he doesn't get murderized in jail and stuff. And then the week before he's supposed to be released from prison, he says, look, there's one more package. Like, you have to do it because these guys are going to, like, whatever, whatever. And she's like, okay, fine. So she goes to, like, pick up the package, and it's a little girl who's clearly been sex trafficked. And then she decides, like, she basically becomes this girl's mother because why not and whatever. And it's, like, it's one of those movies where you're, like, if they had just had a a more experienced director, this would be an amazing movie. Because the girl that's in it is really, really good as well. She, like, really sells the part. Morgan Friedman is in it as a FBI agent that, like, specializes in kidnapping and child trafficking and whatever. Um, and um, Frank Grillo is, mm. like, plays her brother. Frank Grillo is also one of those actors where you don't, he doesn't seem like the kind of actor who should be as competent as he is. And I don't mean that as an insult to, to, to Mr. Grillo. Right? great. Yeah, but he always seems to pull it out of the bag. He, he, he makes interesting choices with his characters, like even this character that he plays in, uh, in this film. There's like some stuff that he does that you like, oh, that's not where I thought that character's arc was going to go, a kind of thing. And, he, and he, he does it really well. So it's like a smallish movie. Like It was also one of those films like, where did this come from? Because you know, when Morgan Friedman makes a movie, you tend to like know about it. Well, and this is gonna yeah. sound this is gonna sound rough, but it, it feels to me. I, I was just looking um, just earlier tonight. I was looking at um, upcoming releases, the VOD releases of stuff that's going to be released on digital. You know, when it's coming up, and I saw Morgan Freeman in some movie. Then I realized it's been in a couple of. This, and this is gonna sound rough based on what we just recently heard, but it seems to me like Morgan Freeman has entered sort of this this Bruce Willis phase. He's just making these really straight to. Um, VOD, really B-grade movies a lot, a lot lately. I don't know why, but hey, the man has earned this. He can have quick and easy money. Uh, he's earned it. I say, yeah. go for look, it. Look, look. This is just, the problem. This movie is not a bad movie, but you can you can kind of see that the the director. I've never heard of the name director. I can't even think of who it is. Um, I think they were a little bit out of their depth because the story, the, the basics of the plot and stuff is not particularly complicated. And the core of the story is the performance and the emotional arcs that the characters go through. And this person just didn't have the skill necessarily mm. to carry that, to capture that on film. Because, the, I mean, it's, it's Juliette Binoche. It's Morgan Freeman. And um, this little girl that's introducing this is really, really very good. And if, if this movie had done better, I'm sure we'd be hearing a lot more from her. So, like, I wasn't watching Breaking Dawn. I was watching Paradise Highway, <laughs> which I would actually recommend, like, Shamiz, you, since you like that trope in particular, I would actually recommend you watch it because it's it's very interesting. Um, yeah, and it's not like you say often. that I do like it. I like that trope more often in a lighthearted way. That's what, oh, yeah, that's then, so then not, heavy. not this movie then. <laughs> yeah, no, so that's why I like The Mandalorian. I like... 65 it's very much this like sex trafficking that's that's getting very dark and oh, yeah, there's, this, a, this a, there's a proper traumatized child there's a bond that needs to be formed there's some real help not like i need to get you off this planet because there's dinosaurs after you <laughs> be like oops there's dinosaurs here oh no different <laughs> speaking about that trope then i want to ask how you've been finding the last of us because that 
this yeah. show. This week. And and also that's not well, that's I'm... not light on. Yeah, that's <laughs> not light on. That's really not light on. But it, but I think also because of the sort of the fantasy element, it doesn't feel quite as dark as something like sex trafficking. Yeah, because I mean, you could, you movie, could describe it's, it's zombie apocalypse. You could describe mushrooms. like like that, like we're running away from mushrooms. I just need to keep this girl away from the mushrooms. Yeah, <laughs> the mushrooms. Exactly. Are your... I haven't watched the last so, episode yet, so please I've only seen up to episode four. I was about to say because you you keep you saying that yeah it's not as dark as that but yeah just wait <laughs> <laughs> just wait this poor <laughs> yay the emotional I will say that I'm I can I handle death I handle death very well I child abuse doesn't sit well oh with me boy. oh boy <laughs> oh boy especially uh, sexual assault um, with young children. So it might not be my type of show. We'll see, I guess. No, I think no, I think I think, I think you'll be fun. okay with it. I think overall you'll be okay with it. The thing but it, it, it does get heavy, though. It does get quite heavy. It's, it's heavy, but it's done really well. It's so, done, yeah. Do you know what? Do you know what? Watching the Last of Us season one has made me remember, or, or made me think of. It made me remember how good The Walking Dead was. Oh because, man, I love The Walking Dead. Because The Walking Dead, um, it's, it, and the comics in particular, because I love the comics. The comics is is, is hardcore. It's the, they toned down a lot of stuff for the actual show, actually. But both the comics and the show, how good it was! At one point, it was deservedly one of the biggest shows in the world, and and it just made me sort of like get upset that what happened to The Walking Dead. It just kept going on and on and on. They just kept dragging. They they prison breaked it. It, it just kept going on no, much no, longer than it should have. Don't get me started on prison, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that. That is very true. The problem with The Walking Dead was was not an issue with the show itself. The problem with The Walking Dead was that the channel that it was on, AMC, uh, which is a channel we don't get over here, they didn't have another big show. Yeah, so they just kept stretching. And, and yeah, they, 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 they tried. They like put other. They stuff, nothing, that in nothing, nothing. Nothing else was catching on, and so they couldn't not have The Walking Dead if they didn't have another big show to replace well, it. Well, they did have another big show. They had Breaking Bad, but 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 Breaking Bad was like, we are done. We have told our story and we are out. Yeah, there's, there's no extending this. That's what Which I'm saying. Which was amazing. Yes. Um, the so, Walking yeah, Dead they, was like, like, no, 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 no. You don't get to go. You don't get I mean, to leave yet. This current season of The Walking Dead is like the last one. Yes. Right? yes. Well, well, it's the last one. Before the spin-off with um, what's his name, Michonne. Uh, Carol, oh uh, yes, uh, there's two spin-offs. There's one with Michonne and uh, with Carol and and Daryl. Uh, then there's one Michonne and and it's supposed to be a set of movies, but now it's going to be a spin-off series to show what happened to Rick. And then there's Michonne. So it's not the end of The Walking Dead. And there's a new show coming out with Negan um, teaming up with. What's the woman's name? Maggie. You know, Maggie, the woman Look, whose husband, Negan. Just stop for a second. Right? Are you going to watch it? Are you going to catch her? I, the last, I stopped watching The Walking Dead when Glenn was killed by Negan. Right? Yes. That was yes, literally. Sam, I actually stopped. That was literally the last episode. That, that was literally, yes, the same. Now, I didn't, I, 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 and now you are telling me that Maggie is palling around with Negan. So, 
Well, well I, I haven't watched Walking Dead in a while, but it isn't happening. But there's a spin-off happening. Everyone was like, what the fuck? And there's a whole fan explanation for how it's going to happen and why they're together. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I haven't watched, as, as I've just said, I haven't watched. But I did see a tweet where someone was asking about the best redemption arcs. And somebody mentioned Negan. So... No. <laughs> Look, I, I don't know, right? Because... That was very I, I, I only saw <laughs> I only saw the episode. I literally only saw the like his only real appearance for me is that episode where he's introduced and he has them lined up, and when he kills Glenn and uh, I forget the other guy's name, but the, the military guy with the buzz yeah. cut. When he kills him, Abraham. And, and he, sorry, Abraham, Abraham, yes, Abraham, and he. That was a brilliant introduction. Like I, I won't lie, Jeffrey Dean Morgan just nailed that right. But I can't see you know, how, how do you redeem from Yeah, that? you gotta work that, hard like, to, to like, redeem like, that. I mean, it can happen, Especially right? not with Maggie specifically. Maybe with yes. a different group of people. Not, not, with, not, with, not with Lincoln's people. Not with Michelle. Like, they are never going to be like, ah, that Negan guy's okay. Hey, Ben. <laughs> uh, you know Negan. Like, he's going he he's, he's he's to make an apple pie and walk around. Hey, guys, apple pie. Oh, Negan. Ah, oh, he's won us over. So, I mean, I Classic Negan. <laughs> no, I just, I can't see it. But do you feel like, I mean, it's not impossible. Like, but like I said, that show is not over. They're still milking that shit. It's it's not stopping anytime soon. Look, I know, and there's I obviously mean, like fear surely of there's there are viewers if they keep going. So, but, but this is the thing: the actual viewership numbers are not that great. It's a it's a fraction of what it used to be, but they don't have much else on AMC at the moment. So, they there you go. Keep it going. And they're looking for a show. They just need to look a little bit harder. I know that there's like look, there's fear of the Walking Dead, right? And then there's another spin-off about like kids who were born during the zombie apocalypse, uh, um, World of uh, the Walking Dead, or or walking Dead, the world beyond, or, or, or maybe the world beyond, or yeah, or Walking Dead Bonanza, or whatever, <laughs> right? And to walking to, to dead. pass to Walking Dead, <laughs> to walking to dead, to, to walk to dead, yes. dead, the walking saga. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's too too much walking, too much dead. But I like I think it's time to put it to pasture. And like especially now with like the Last of Us. But the thing I like about the Last of Us is is that. Uh, when you get to episode nine, which is the last one, which came out on uh, Monday morning, Monday morning, I'm gonna watch it on Friday. Um, uh, that that's it's done, finished, right? It's and, the first game. Rat and up. then the 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 prevailing theory is is that the adaptation of the game, which is the Last of Us Part Two, will only be two seasons, yes. and that makes sense to me. Having played that game, it's like yeah, that makes sense. Um, there is actually I can actually see where the perfect gap is between those two seasons, and then it's the end, and and that's it. And from what I understand, according to some some statements from the creators of the show, they're like, no, no, that's it. If they make more stuff, it won't be about those characters. Yeah, like this, and they've already established that there is more going on in that world. Right, so you could you could create more stories, and I think maybe that was the Walking Dead's problem, is that they they had like this core group of characters, and in the early seasons they had established that anybody can die at any time, and you never know. But they kept Michonne 
and Rick and um, Daryl. Carol and Daryl. Constantly. They were like, they just couldn't so die. I don't actually mind that. I don't mind having characters that survive through it all. What irritates me, look, I haven't read the comics, but what irritates me is a problem that lasts for too long. So the zombies are a problem and it never got solved over so many seasons that I watched. There was, I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel that they were going to cure the people or kill the people. Somehow we have so, a normal life again. And then I just, I don't care. We're going to fight the same zombies over and over so this is the 10 thing. million years. Um, so this is the thing. Robert Kirkman, when he created the, 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 the actual comics, he literally said what this is, is a, a zombie movie, uh, basically a really, really long zombie movie. Most zombie movies, it's just about survival. It's not about actually solving the zombie apocalypse. It's just about, you know, you make it to the next day kind of vibe. And that's what The Walking Dead was supposed to be, in the comic form at least. Um, and, and it works. It works. The comics are, are superb. But the thing is, the comics had a finite beginning, middle, and end. There was an yeah. actual story that got told. Um, and, and along is... the way, people died. That in the, in, in the TV series, they would make like the people died and they would bring it back again, make like a died and bring it back again. And, <laughs> and the, the comics didn't do that. They committed to the actual premise. And the comics got to a point where they're like, okay, that's it. We're done. We've told our story. Um, and the show just and was like, you know nope. what happened at the end? Kevin, tell me. Well, there's no big happy, happy thing. No, it's not a happy ending. It's a lot of people are dead by that point, and it's just like you know, we are just done our best to survive, and we're just gonna keep on surviving. But I know, like in the end, in the oh, end, it's horrible. No, 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 no. Yes, no, no, calm down, calm down. Shh, 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 shh. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> I know. Look, in the, in the in the end of the comic, I haven't read it myself, but I um, but I, I read a lot of Wikipedia. They do. F- eventually form some kind of society like yes function but they don't but they don't there's not but they don't they don't, stop, they don't they stop don't stop the zombies they because can't. like in the in the world of uh in the world of the walking dead it's an airborne if, it, if just correct me if i'm wrong Nick, but there's an airborne virus yes. regardless of how everybody's you die, infected you will become a zombie yeah so, so like when, so when people die they decapitate them or burn them or whatever yes. or something to make sure they don't come back um but they, yeah they do kind of rebuild society so you'll mm-hmm. notice that in the show they do this the show was a, a series of this where they kept getting to a point where they would actually establish a really good working community and everybody's right. happy and then some stupid idiot does something to let the zombies in and it gets destroyed and then they Every gotta time. find a, and they gotta find a new place to do the they same thing. They did it at the prison, they did it at that little yeah, they did it over and had. over and over in the TV series, like I don't know how many times. And it's like, this is getting old, guys. Stop this now. <laughs> like, seriously. It's, it's prison break. Like, <laughs> yes. you can't go back. How can you go back to jail? Like, <laughs> are you for, for me, real? Why? Why did that engineer have those floor plans? Why was he working on the floor plans? That didn't make sense for me. Ah, the, I know what structural engineers do, and they don't work with floor plans. You've got to, you've got to love the career-specific picks. <laughs> no, you don't. But but you don't understand is that he? It, it wasn't just that he needed the floor. It was specific to getting his brother out, and he had a big. Did you see the tattoo? The whole thing. Uh, my okay. biggest issue. My biggest issue with prison break was was in the. Uh, you know, I, 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 there was actually only four seasons of that. Just so you know, and then there was a a reboot that they tried yeah. years later, which was which was really terrible. But anyway, but in the fourth season... I, I know exactly gave, what you... No, I don't think you do. But but let's see. In the fourth season, he gets his tattoo removed. And it's a Mursi tattoo. 
and they do it in one session and, then, <laughs> and it's gone. Right? Like, oh, and I know this is not supposed to be a, like a hundred percent realistic, but it's generally a pretty grounded show. <laughs> and no. you're not removing that tattoo in one fish. My husband went into engineering. I'll double check that with him. <laughs> Does he have a brother that you're not aware of that, that's in prison? <laughs> Wait, I know, like for me, the jumping off point there for prison break was when he got Sarah's head in the box and then Sarah came back and it was like a dummy and you go like, how the hell did you confuse like a dummy head for like, no, like, no. This is not that type of show where you just- I will tell you this. I will tell you this about Prison Break. Prison Break was was probably the first show that we pirated, that was circulated um, like within the community via piracy, right? With- Do you know uh, what was mine? Speak on brand for me. Like- Oh my God, it's probably Twilight. Uh, just like burnt DVDs and stuff and whatever, right? So I remember someone gave me four DVDs with the first eight episodes or whatever it is. And the last episode was the cliffhanger on the night they escaped. And then it doesn't go well and they have to turn back because uh, something had changed, right? And I remember my, my wine cousin was like, show us, but fuck my so now someone's like, nah, I don't want this pirate piece of not safe or whatever. So my cousin says to him, nah, my bro, that show is so quiet. She's all fucking in Menenberg, right? And she's all worried, and she's all uncomfortable by a movie. So I was like, that good, eh? <laughs> like, Menenberg at 12 o'clock at night to go watch Prison Break? <laughs> I've, so, I've, got a, I've got a very funny piracy story with Prison Break. And one of the seasons, I can't remember which one it was, there was, a, there was a cliffhanger ending and then there was a very long gap to the next season. I can't recall which episode it was. So back in the day, I used to go to Organized Chaos Lands all the time with, with probably with Shamisa's husband, yeah, as we discovered the other day. So, yeah, look, but my so, understanding is that Organized Chaos was 20% playing video games. Yeah, there was a trading so, so there was so there was a there was a there's an app called DC plus plus um so basically you log on to DC plus plus and then you open slots on your machine and you say what you got shared and people can browse your shares and they can request that they slots and they can copy stuff from you right so a lot of the people would come there to the land exit to do nothing but copy stuff because a lot of them didn't have their own internet this was still back in the dark the dark ages you know where dial up and ISDN and that nonsense <laughs> So the few people that had good internet, you would go there and you'd just be the source for everybody and everyone would copy from you. I was I was one of those guys because I had pretty good internet at home and I could download stuff. So I would go there, switch on my machine and within seconds, there'd be people pinging me, you know, can I get a slot for this, slot for this? And one 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 day I went, one day we went there and uh, it was in the middle of this break between seasons of prison break. So there was no new episode out yet. But I logged in and immediately I got a message. You have the new episode of Prison Break. I'm like, what? The show has not even released yet. How, how, how must I get the new episode of Prison Break? And then one by one, people started pinging me. Do you have the new episode of Prison Break? Over and over and over again. And I got it really hot, all of this. So I decided to do something about it. So, so, so as you will see at a land, if you ever to visit it, the stuff that gets pirated and copied a lot is a lot of TV shows and movies and porn. A lot of porn. So I just looked through everyone's porn folders 
and found something that is exactly the same size as a normal episode of Prison Break would be. <laughs> Rename the episode, made a, folder, made a folder there with everything, new season, properly named everything, dumped it in there. And then one by one, I just saw the connections coming in, people copying this episode of Prison Break off to go watch it at home when they get home. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, if it is so raining, I'm watching it on Friday night. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> I can imagine somebody going it's like, like, I got a new episode of Prison Break and then the whole family sits down. Yo, this is the greatest thing you've I don't, what, that. I don't know what I don't know what I just took random stuff and I just I just let them copy and once I saw like 30, 40 people that copied I killed my DC plus plus and I went to go play my counter strike and I went on my life. <laughs> oh my god, this is so bad. It will be so cuck funny if you I'm ask your husband. Going to ask him. And then he says <laughs> and then he says, What's a dead guy? <laughs> my mommy threw me out of the house that night. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, if anybody was at OC and downloaded Prison Break, <laughs> any, anybody at any point downloaded Prison Break from Kevin and had a horrible time, please, so, please let us know. I mean, they might not have had a horrible time. Depends. Yes. yes. I, have a, I have a similar story to that, but I think I was on the other end of it oh. in a way. I, so... A couple of years ago, I used to do, well, I mean, I still do, we still do them sometimes on IGN where we do tech reviews and so on. But um, I was working at some uh, uh, World magazine or something, and Samsung sent me a, a 1080, like at the time, 1080p was the highest you could go. And they sent me the super high definition TV and whatever to test for the magazine and whatnot. And the TV rocks up there, and there is a flash drive in the TV. I still okay. have that, I still oh. have that flash drive. I think it was a 30 gig flash drive or whatever. And so it was in the TV already. And so I was like, oh, this is cool. Uh, let me see. Like this person obviously just forgot their flash drive in it. And I don't know who it was before, but whatever. So I put it on and it says Battlestar Galactica. When Battlestar mm. Galactica still came on. The first episode was Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> <laughs> no. The rest of it? Not so much. <laughs> thankfully oh. thankfully and so that tv was like in my lounge here to the right of me fortunately me and my wife were watching that because i'd never I hadn't seen battlestar galactica so we watched the first episode and the kids were sleeping so then the second episode comes on and it's like i don't think this is battlestar galactica anymore <laughs> so that might have been someone did it start off, did it start off slow or were they no, such uh, that they cut no, it, it was just, it was just uh, the cost changed. Down, no, no, it was, uh, no, that was like, I had to fucking find the remote, <laughs> whatever. So it was, it was, um, so the Battlestar Galactica was probably like in 720p because the picture wasn't the best quality or whatever. And look, I don't remember the file sizes, whatever, but so then Battlestar Galactica 2 comes on and that was in high definition. <laughs> and it's like, it starts and it's people in a bedroom. It's like, what? And like so, at first you think, oh, because Battlestar Galactica has scenes like, um, like in the normal world before yes. all the shit happens. So you think, okay, with Gaius and yeah, and, and this fits. looks a bit doesn't doesn't it's not like it doesn't even have like the intro of the show or whatever. Just starts, it's a cold open, whatever. And then the shit starts begins. Like I I I I don't think this is Battlestar Galactica. Uh, not not I don't think it, it definitely wasn't. What is Adama um, doing? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so. 
I'm going to assume that that guy probably got that maybe even from you. I, <laughs> I only did that the one time. <laughs> but I'm going to assume it was a situation like that because that would have been around about the time when organized chaos was still like a thing and all of that kind of stuff. It but on the plus side, I, the funny part now is the ironic part is, is that I still have that flash drive. And it's what's actually, on it? It's what actually, is on it? It's actually my backup drive with all my family photos. <laughs> like pictures of my kids and whatever that we've taken over the years. So like I back it up onto that flash drive. I mean, I assume it deleted. Yeah, episode. no, I formatted it. I formatted it eventually. Eventually? <laughs> how long? How long? You have to finish the season, guys. I, I don't finish the season. <laughs> Just the four, four, it's four episode mini series that started. Which I had to finish it, so um, yeah. But now <laughs> that's, I can only think that must have been what happened because it was like high definition, and like the the Battlestar Gal- the actual Battlestar Galactic episodes were like fuzzy. You know, it was like you download something, you never know what the quality is going to be. But uh, yeah. the kids of the day don't know the pain we went through watching stuff in real media. Yo, yo, bro, <laughs> real media player. Yeah. Having to hustle, like you had to find out who had the next season of something. You had to actually socialize to get your (laughs) (laughs) to talk to people. Yeah. Oh, what the hell? We used to do this. We used to do this. I I had one of those. My cousin, uh, I don't know where he found it. Like on some tech shop somewhere, he found like one of those things where it was a hard drive, a case. That you could put a hard drive in, yes, yes, and that case yes. could be connected to your TV, yeah. and you could and you could like um, you have a TV remote and everything and what what right. So we all all me and my all my me and all my cousins we all had a thing like that, and then every Saturday my family had a tradition where um, we would uh, like have lunch at one of my auntie's houses or whatever, and it's almost like it didn't uh, nobody planned it that way, but it kind of like became a thing like okay Zaid you you download Spartacus and this and that. That just became your thing. That's your show that you organize. And then my other cousin used to get Top Gear and this one used to get that or whatever. And then on Saturdays, someone would bring a laptop and then we daisy chain it. <laughs> right? So it's like, how many USBs does this have? Someone, uh, you know that uh, that app, Total Commander? Yeah. You must, you must know what yes. right? Then we use Total Commander, would queue everything up and then it's like, okay, cool. That's everybody's hard drives. Then we start sharing the stuff and we just leave that laptop there. And then always someone would come late and be like, is there a USB port open? And it's like, nah, <laughs> this computer only got three USB ports. You guys going to have to wait. Like, yes, it's busy now. And you should be done. You only want three movies and then you can slot in or whatever. And so that's every Saturday we like used to do that. Um, I really think that the, 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 the industry that took the biggest hit um, over the last few years has got to be the people that made those CD folders all the series <laughs> because oh. back in the day everyone had like four or five of those you drive around with that shit just full of your cds and the I, spindles I, I still have like a whole ass case like a big case like for 48 cds somewhere <laughs> i need to find it you're gonna make me like dig through it here quickly i'm gonna go find it well you see. i used to i i actually became really good at finding um my whole thing was like, why are we admitting all of this in a public forum? 
We'll become better <laughs> people. We'll become but, better people. We don't but, do this anymore. But my whole thing so was. So I will finding... say that we didn't have access to streaming sites. No, there were no streaming we sites. We only had Mnet. And yeah, nothing and else not was even had access to Mnet. And so there like, wasn't much of an option. Animation stuff was like my thing. So, like, people used to come to me like for, for stuff for their kids. So, like, Daughter the Explorer. And like, I had all that shit. That was like my thing because my kids were quite young then. And it's one of the best things that ever happened as far as I, like I stumbled onto Avatar The Last Airbender um, looking for stuff. And that's one of the best shows time, ever. At the time, that was, um, I was the only one that had that because that never came on here. Um, hmm. But it came on later at some point. I think it came on Emnet uh, somewhere or whatever. And so, like, that was, like, a huge deal because my kids would talk about this Avatar, The Last Airbender, and then my, the, my cousin's children would, like, tell their parents and stuff. And it's like, nobody knows what this is because there was no, like, it wasn't, there were no comics for it. It wasn't on TV anywhere. And so my kids would talk about it at school and people would be like, like what, what are you talking about? I don't know. Shout, um, out, shout out to Kelsey who gave me Naruto on a disc when we went grade nine. Mm, well, that's, a good, well, well, that's, a, that's a good person. That's does, a good friend. Does Kelsey have like a brother or an uncle named Timothy? Do you know? Because Timothy was the one know. that gave me Naruto on four discs. <laughs> and then, and you want to know what happens? The very last episode that's on there is during the tuning exam. And it ends Ooh, on a cliffhanger. So you, don't know, you don't know if Naruto passed or not. No, but just before, no, before, the, before they go to the forest. Did the, the discs? Oh. Did the discs have covers? Yes, yes. She yes. printed customized covers oh, for no. each. Oh, you're that advanced. Oh no, no. no we she didn't was amazing. She was, she was, she was where I got my anime from. That was one hell of a drug dealer you had. She's a quality shit. <laughs> that is, uh, that is Walter White level. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Walter White level piracy. No, but I was like so mad because like then the tuning exam happens and it ends on the cliffhanger after they do the written exam. So you, now you don't know if Naruto's passed or not. And I only found out like two or three years later when I could, because it was impossible to find that stuff. Um, yeah, I know light is up today. They don't know how easy they are, but everything's on streaming. You have to dig deep. You have to go to the weirdest of the weird. Like someone was <laughs> telling me... Drive to people, it's like, oh, we have to go and visit Saint tonight because he downloaded it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally had someone drive from Paul to my house to come copy no. anime. No, not from Paul. The, the best thing, one of the best things was um, when I first started doing motoring journalism, I was invited to uh, a launch for Volvo in George. And my wife, Rishdia, has a cousin in George. And so I went to the launch and then we decided to make like a mini, a mini honeymoon of it. And so instead of taking the flight that they offered me, me and her drove to George and then did the launch and then just spent some time there. So we go and visit the cousin that she hasn't seen in years. And he's like, oh, how's it? And, but, and obviously he's always excited because he's translocated to George. He never sees his family. So he's very excited to see us. And then while we're there, he's like, do you guys want movies and shit? <laughs> right? we're like what he's like yeah like, I got like a lot of movies and I was I look at Trishan and it's like it's a good thing I brought my art <laughs> we 
we spent you see yes, spent, with your hard drive that was the rule we spent like oh like in george and then this is the brother that taught me about sick beard which you could use to yeah. automate yeah. your your downloads yes. and stuff and like he taught me how to use that that afternoon was very educational uh, and he was like no 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 man not from the start and stuff you need to use mzbs Yep, use that, and then he showed me how to do all of that stuff. And I can't remember. We got like yeah, the original Thundercats, <laughs> the original oh, Thundercats oh. animations. Man, was um, was digging deep in yeah, it was like it's old shit. Um, he had um, what else did I get from him? I can't remember, but it was like a lot of classics as well stuff. I think it was like almost like four gigs of stuff. And you must remember, like back then, like an episode was like eighty to one hundred and twenty megabytes because it was much lower um, resolution and whatever. But yeah, that was an interesting trip to George. Oh, oh, but I mean, this is all hypothetical. None of this actually ever happened. We, <laughs> we, we, we just do not making, promote piracy. We're just making up stories. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, that was what was happening there. Um, cool. So let's talk about our nominations for next week. <laughs> just to <we'll just> reiterate <laughs> what they are, because we're just basically going to nominate... Uh, we're just going to nominate, uh, just let you rem- remind you what we nominated. So uh, the theme for the week was uh, movies that we love to watch over and over. Just like, not necessarily the best movie or the worst movie. It's just like a movie that when we see it, we're happy to see it. So I nominated um, About Time, um, which is like this lovely, not really a romantic comedy, but it's this lovely, almost kind of weird time travel movie that I just absolutely adore. Um, and... Uh, Shadley nominated Hereditary. Yes. But but Shadley says the theme is movies that we like to watch again and again. And so he says that Hereditary is a movie that he likes to watch again and again. I do actually. It's but I is. think he's just being spiteful because we I am. I am also <laughs> being spiteful. I can do both. I can be like, I, I can spite you and I can watch something that I actually enjoy. At least, but, but for real, it is probably like my favorite horror movie of all time. And I like it's it's like it's a, a legit deal. horror movie though. Like it's supposed yeah, to be it's, it's a it's a legit horror movie. Because yes. I mean I think I've said this before, but the only thing I remember like that I know about that movie is that uh JP Sebastian, who's a <laughs> uh, like you've probably seen him on the morning show. I asked him about that movie and he said to me, do you like scary movies? And I was like, not really. It's not really you my don't thing. Watch it. And then he said, then you don't need it in your life. And I was like, I've okay. never seen anybody traumatized as much as he was after that movie. Yeah, he, like, was. <laughs> he was traumatized. That man is still living with that trauma deep inside his soul. Okay. Excellent. Thank goodness. Shamiz nominated something else. <laughs> I nominated The Lord of the Rings because it is the ultimate comfort movie. And I think we all like rewatching it. Yeah, look, mm. I, I'm, I'm, I, look I, I don't think anybody's going to pick my movie. Yeah, they're, probably not, they're definitely not going to pick mine, which was from Russia with Love, just because <laughs> I'm a James Bond fan and I love that movie. And yeah. I think also we should we should probably, you know what, we should do one, maybe not next week, because next week we're going to do Brendan Fraser movies. Um, but I think like we must do one week where we just said like old movies. Mm. Like like uh, movies that they define, have to have come out. Uh, define old. You must you must give an era. Must to it. must be pre eighties. Give a decade. Yeah, pre eighties. Pre eighties. Like nineteen seventy nine is as late is as early as you can go. Like Shamiz is like nineteen seventy nine. The late nineteen hundreds. <laughs> no one was alive back then. <laughs> 
Like who, still, who loved back then? I still tell this. I still tell my kids the story when we did Shrek, in the episode when, when mm. Shrek was the winning movie, and I say to Shamise, "What was it like watching the movie with uh, your daughter, who is like the target audience?" And Shamise goes, "Well, when I watched it the first time, it, I was the target audience. <laughs> I swear to God, my soul fell out of my body." Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not your fault. <laughs> you won in '89, no? What? No. Oh 1990, no. '91, '92, '93, '1992, '92, '92. I'm still in the '80s. I have this uh, this recurring joke at work now when people like tease me or something at work, then I tell them you can't talk to me like that. I was born in the '70s. And then they, <laughs> they leave me alone. You were in the late like 1900s. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we're going to do a theme where... So, basically, like, yeah. like basically, up until when Zaid was born. So, everything up until Zaid was born and then, then it's and off, then limits. off limits. Yes. Shamiz, do you even know do... movies before <laughs> that came out before the 80s? I mean, I mean, I can't think offhand. You can tell me movies from that time. I'll tell you whether I've watched them or not. Um, Mary Poppins. Obviously. Okay, that's Godfather. Yes, but I don't remember much of it. Uh, Serpico. Yeah. Kramer versus Kramer. And that was the 80s, no? So I'm, I'm giving, throwing you a bone. Do you no, know? That's not a, that's not a Seinfeld spin-off. Do you know what Kramer versus Kramer is? Magic. <laughs> this is like we. I liked singing in the day. <laughs> okay, okay, that's, that's old school. That's an old school movie. Yeah, but like we'll we'll do that. Okay, cool. So, uh, guys, thank you for this wonderful filler episode. I'm gonna name this one the filler episode. Um, we will see you all next week, Tata Yella Mikey's. We will actually be discussing Lord of the Rings. I guarantee you that wins. Um, it's gonna be amazing if it doesn't. Thank you so much, guys. It will be amazing if it doesn't. Peace out. Bye.